This deep in the woods on the surface I've been consistently working I just stepped into my purpose I know it'll be making them nervous Only been focused on progress Keeping a positive mindset I ain't even turn up the grind yet It's about to be over Meaning the closure Surface thinking podcast Outlast competition Curated by Becky Chad Mentally driven to do the dash Everyday life be moving fast And I know I'm right where I'm supposed to be Timing is everything certainly Used to be down that they all believe Worldwide broadcast globally This is Surface Thinking with Blackie Chad, and today I'm super, super, super excited to have this person who has been very helpful with keeping me not on the couch. Um, somebody who's really uh, uh, hand has hands have really helped benefit <laughs> a lot of people. Um, give it up for Jenna Jules. Hi, hello. <laughs> so I appreciate you for being here because uh, I'm really interested in the journey to get to places where people are known for something. I think like when mm-hmm. you home and you like, dang, I got a hole in my wall. I need my wall fixed. You start to think about who on Instagram, you know, who fixed walls and things like right. that. So mm-hmm. when my wife is hungry, she's going to your page to see if you open. Right. And I <laughs> already know the process and I know what I got to do. And that really makes my life more simple. Um, so I definitely did some research. And um, before we talk about, before we talk about that, Explain to the world and people who you are and what you do. Okay. Hi. My name is Jenna. I cook. Well, I do a lot of things, but um, what I'm known for with Chad is cooking. Um, I started my catering company about two years ago, Stuff by Jenna Jules. Facts. You can follow me on Instagram under that name as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, first of all, um, I worked a corporate job, so um, I used to cook on the side a little bit at Keisha's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mike. He put me on the map a little bit, so uh, gotta pay my respect. But um, I started off at Keisha's ki- Kitchen. I was c- just cooking on Saturdays. Okay. That's how I started off. Um, I started to build my fan base, mm-hmm. and around that time, I had just lost my job. So I was trying to decide what I really wanted to do. Cooking was like a hobby. Mm-hmm. I was just really learning how to cook. I didn't really do like bulk cooking, mm-hmm. like for a lot of people. I was just cooking for like my like my um, coworkers and my family. Right. Or whatever, and then it had started off at Keisha's. And once I lost my job, I just went full throttle. I just mm-hmm. put all my faith into cooking, and that's how it came about. It's stuff by Jenna Jews. It started off at stuff by JNS. I had put my sister on. I always like making money with my family. I'm real big on family and working together and making money, but it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So then it just became stuff by Jenna Jews. Okay, but I, I think. Does that make it easier when it don't work out because you knew you tried? Like, you knew you yeah. did your all? Yeah, 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 you could put sure. your hands out like, look, yeah, I tried. I tried. I exactly, you know exactly, I mean? yeah. No, you fucked up. No, you fucked up. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? I exactly. You, yeah. that's, okay. And that's how I sleep at night, knowing that I tried. Mm-hmm. If it didn't work, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my sister, she got her own um, business, Brilliantaire Eats or whatever. She doing good as well. But we just not together anymore. <laughs> Is it possible to mix family with business? Yes and no. Depending on who it is. So is it like somebody has to be deemed the boss and somebody else For has sure. to, to, to respect the You position? look, you see, that's the problem. Right. What, the problem is everybody wants to be the boss, but right. a lot of people don't have what it takes to be the boss. And a lot of people don't like the losses that come with being the boss. Mm-hmm. Because when you, when you a boss, you have to take all the losses on the, right. on the chin. Right. Nobody else is going to pay for the mistakes. Right. So it's like everybody wants to be the boss, but they don't, they don't really have what it takes. Mm. Or they don't really want to do what it takes to be the boss. Mm. So, <laughs> scrolling through your page, like, we're just trying to figure it out, right? right. <laughs> the first picture you got was probably, like, 2016. 
And uh, it was like a picture of jewelry, right? Yep. So let's, Got a couple I'm, small businesses. Right. So I want to talk about the transition. Was right. that something you started and then it was like, mm, it's not working as much as I wanted to? No. Or, or is it like simultaneously working together? Okay. So Jenna Jewels. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. About, yeah, 20, I think it was 2014. Mm-hmm. I started my jewelry line. Um, I just, you know, I just started practicing again. I've been born and raised Muslim, but... Mm-hmm. I wasn't taking it as serious as a, like a teenager. Mm-hmm. So as I became an adult, um, I just started taking it serious and I wanted a way to connect with other Muslim mm-hmm. sisters. So I had started a jewelry line. I love fashion, I love jewelry. So that's when Jenna Jews came about. It was birthed and I was I was very known for uh, for being Jenna Jews. A lot of people liked the jewelry, they liked the way I dress and they just liked me. So, so <laughs> we, I get a, hum- a humble spirit from the couple times that I ran into you. I, I get a humble spirit. Got to. You got but, to. But my question to you is, it seems like everything you do has success to it, right? Yeah. So, so <laughs> how do you, what do you attribute that to? Um, I'm a hustler. Okay. Even before I even started any of my businesses, um, my dad owned a shop on um, 15th and Cumberland, um, Four Aces. I used to be in there selling chips. What kind of cookies. Shop, like hair, yeah, hair salon. Okay. Yep, it was a hair salon. Okay. I used to be in there selling like chips, cookies, cleaning up, sweeping. I had some money to go to the movies with my friends. Like I always had that hustler mentality. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to be a step ahead. And even before, like I said, I started my businesses. Um, like I said, I used to um, clean up at the shop and sell stuff. I got my first job at Popeyes. I was making like seven twenty-five, nothing. Right. And then, you know, I had stepped it up a little bit and started working at Cousin Supermarket. I was making seven fifty. You couldn't really tell me nothing. This seven twenty-five. <laughs> and I remember my boss told me when I was working at the supermarket, he said, You'll never find a job better than this. I'm like, damn, I'm only making seven seventy-five. Right. I can't find a job better than this. Um then I end up working for the bank and I was making thirteen dollars and then right. it just went up from there. Right. So it's like I always wanna like outdo myself, be better, mm-hmm. you know. Only with myself, I don't really be in competition with anybody, but just being a better me. Mm. So it's crazy how things happen in life where <laughs> they become lessons. Like to be able so to to have an example like yours of the person telling you you never make more you'll never make better money than this. Right. I was thinking about my job because I'm an exterminator. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm just sitting in my, like, Every year they do this bullshit meeting where they all, everybody from the district, they make <laughs> yeah. you stand up, say your name, uh-huh. say a movie you like, and say how long you've been with the company. Yeah, and, we used to do that. <laughs> and I, I always sit back and I just be looking around. He's like, okay, my name's Bob. I've been here four years. My name's Jim. I've been here six years. Then you got people that's like, I've been here 47 yeah. years. And I'm like... You never thought you could find anything better. Like, you never so, stepped out on faith. But I understand that everything ain't for everybody. You know You're what I mean? He's. Right. I'm not saying that he's a safe person, but he found comfort in the fact that he go to sleep, wake up, and whether he work or not, he got a check coming. You right, know what I mean? exactly. So Ooh, It's different being an entrepreneur. It's not like that. Facts. It's not like that. It's like, <laughs> nope. if you don't work, you don't eat. It's no exactly. residual until you create a, a residual. Exactly. Um, and nobody loves your business more than you, right? So you kind of got to, like, yes. watch people. You got to make sure, like, yo, look, come on. Right? You you have seen me bring food to you. Right. I, I'll be my own delivery driver right. sometimes. So right. it's like, I, nothing is going to ever stop my ground and stop my show. And I, and I learned that early. So... I think of like one hit wonders and I think of like vanilla ice or I think about like uh, Meek Mill with uh, the intro. Like, I mean, he's not a one hit wonder, but I think about like everybody requesting that song. Right. And exactly. I like, at some point I know this song is making you millions of dollars, but do you get tired of it? Right. So when I think of like what you do, like I think of like 
the grind of just macaroni noodles, right? right. Just constantly making noodles. Do, do, do you ever get tired of just like cooking the same stuff over and over again? Mm, yes and no. Okay. Um, right now it's it's kind of limited, so I just deal with it. Mm-hmm. But like you know, once I get my store. The menu is definitely going to be switched up, mm-hmm. but I master what I do. Right. So I master the foods that I make. So it's I could it's, it's like I literally just pump it out. Like it's right. it's not really hard. Right. And then it's crazy because even when I try to switch my menu up, my customers go for the same exact stuff. Right. They don't want to even try the new stuff. They right. want to stick to what they know. So it's like mm-hmm. you got to really um I'm big on um, supply and demand. If this is what you want, this is what you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. So so even cooking at any time, do you think about the impact that you have? Yes, it's crazy. So what type of, like, what impact do you think you have or that you know? Um, I mean, people reach out to me all the time um, via text um, and DMs right on my page about how they, you know, they respect my grind, respect my hustle. They literally, like, some people have actually watched me grow up on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, when I started Jenna Jews, I was 19. Mm-hmm. So people have seen, like, my growth, you know, the ups and downs, the trials, the errors, and mm-hmm. things like that. Because, like I said, I have four small businesses, but not Three out of the four are successful. Okay. Three out of the four. So, okay. um, yeah. Hmm. So, the impact that I'm thinking of is the fact that, like, yo, like, I was just thinking, like, I'm married, but I was like, dang, if I had an opportunity to get some chicks, like, this would be love for them to just come over and just have, like, some Jenna Juice. Like, right. Here. Right. Like, like, dang, what's this? So, like, so. People so, be shooting <laughs> they shot with Jenna Juice, too. Fact. It's funny. So, so, it's like, you, when you're passionate about something, like, I seen people fight and argue over LeBron James. Never met that man a day in their life. And right. they're like, oh, that's my man. He scored this amount of points. Right. He do this, he do that. And like people become rebels for people that don't that they don't know. So the what I'm really experiencing now is that people like to put people on stuff. Like right. I I told you about that song. I told you about that. Yeah, artist. I told you about Jenna Jews. <laughs> I'll I, put you on in food. So what about the people that's like, yo, I'll put you on Jenna Jews? Like you eat that now all of a sudden. Right. You know what I mean? This shit's yeah. going out. Like, I put you deep. Now Listen, you're eating this now. Like, I, I'm not going to get into the customer ant name, but right. it's funny because I just experienced that. I had a girl, she reached out to me or whatever. Uh-huh. And she <laughs> she was like, um, hey, Jenna, are you open today? Everybody's been telling me about your food. I want to come try it. So I'm like, yeah, we open. So I see she never added me on Instagram, but I seen her like recording. Mm-hmm. I goes on her page and I'm clicking through it. She's recording the food. She's telling everybody what they got. But then she says, oh, I'm not sure who made the food. I don't know where I got it from. Somebody took me there. I'm like, dang, but it was you who reached out to me. People so, are crafty. Know, yeah, they be trying. They, you know what? It's like I'm a small business. Like we, you know, we used to do that with like bigger business. You know, before Adele for schools was popping, before Fez, Biblos, mm-hmm. these are the type of places you go. You want to be low key. You don't tell nobody. Mm-hmm. But it's like I'm a small business. Please put me out there. Right. Tell everybody. You know. Right, but but people don't have nothing for themselves a lot of the time, right. and. People like to be the middleman. Right. When they ain't got nothing to do with it. Like, I'll go get exactly. the food for you. It's a dub, but yeah, I'm going to get yeah. it. It's really 35. You right, know what exactly. I mean? so people want to be a part of stuff that they ain't got nothing to do with. Right. So I understand that, but I do understand how you feel, how I could slow up business. Like, yo, tell people about yeah, me. Yeah, you like, can tell everybody about you know me. I mean? Please add me. And it's crazy because, I, like I say, I sell out a lot. You know, by the grace of Allah, I sell out a lot. And a lot of people don't post it. Mm. They'll get the food, but they won't never put it on Instagram. And, like, sometimes if you ever go through, like, my Insta snaps, you'll see, like, a lot of people I repost. And then there's a lot of times I don't get no repost, but I didn't sold out. (laughs) So what gratification do you want? You want to be reposted or you want that back? (laughs) 
Um, I want the bag for sure, right. but you know, I want to get the my name out there. It's still a lot of people in the city who don't know who I am. Well, maybe people don't got time to take your pictures because the food's so good. They trying right. to get to it. You know <laughs> exactly. What I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like for that. sure. And I understand that. That's right. why I, it don't make me no difference. A lot of people, I get a lot of reviews sent to my phones right. and stuff. People telling me how good my food is. I won't even post it because I never want to come off arrogant mm -hmm. or too much of you know being prideful. So I just try to have a healthy balance. Now let's talk about this. This this like el chapo uh style of 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 delivery when it talks about food right <laughs> so my wife told me look i need you to go pick up this food so i'm like all right i'm gonna go pick up the food right so she like call me when you get outside i'm like all right i'm outside i'm like all right i'm outside she like all right let me hit her up all right she said cool all right send this send this money through the cash app i'm like all right like what type of transaction is this but it's like, all right, then then this girl come out and she's like got all of these different like aluminum foil bags yeah, and I'm sitting and she's that's like, process. what you get? I'm like, yeah. She's like, okay, let me check your cash app. I'm like, all right. She's like, here. She's like, all right, bye. Have a good She was very nice. And she's like, all right. And I'm just like, damn, I just feel like I got pimp. Like, I'm like, wait. But then you eat the food. But when you after you eat the food and you understand that what it is, mm -hmm. you ain't really too pressed. Like, right. and that's a testament because like people, my wife don't be eating at like people's like situations. She right. need to see like, yo. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. People tell me all the time, you're the only IG chef I know that food actually good and it look like how it tastes. I'm mm -hmm. like, shout out know? to Maui. Maui told me she hit yeah. some girl at one time and was like, yo, yo, Maui. Um, can I? Can you take a picture of your kitchen? <laughs> the girl was like. No, I would gladly like, do that. Though. She was like, "No, I'm cool then," and I'm like, "I understand it, but like when the food becomes so good, you get you away from your, question it. you." Ain't, yeah, you know what no, I mean? listen, anybody can come in my kitchen. I don't mind, but nobody never asks. So, how did you get to this? <laughs> like, you had to bump your head to get to this process Ooh. to say this is how we're gonna run it because yes. these other ways aren't working. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, oh, I had so many trial and error, trial right. and error. Like I said, I started off in Keisha's kitchen. All right. So, um. When, when me and the owner had a little disagreement, I decided to just, you know, take a step back. I went from a commercial kitchen to a home kitchen, which was a lot. So I was like, dang, I didn't really want to do it that way. I was, I kind of cried about it and everything, but I was like, you know what? Put your big girl peenies on and, you know, let's get to it. I didn't move my pickup location so many times. I, I can't stay in one one spot or whatever, but um, it was trial and error. Before we even start letting people actually physically pick it up from where we cook at, we used to do like two blocks away three blocks away sometimes on broad street we probably like three blocks off of broad street but um my customers wasn't feeling it mm -hmm. they're like why are we picking it up right here like i used to have a pickup location from the enterprise mm -hmm. why are we in front of the enterprise if you selling the food where's the house at where's the kitchen da -da -da -da. Right. so um eventually i just had to suck it up i said you know what you know i'm like sister carrie but i just was like i'm gonna let people come pick it up from mm -hmm. like where we actually cook it right. just to make it easier on them and make it easier on us as well right. because that um having two delivery drivers somebody who was like designated just to drive to the pickup location it was starting to become too much and like i said i mean like you said it's hard having a um, team who really wanted as bad as you so people like oh i gotta keep driving here to just drop the food off come back to this so it was just easier mm -hmm. to just actually do it um where we actually cook it so how old are you? I'm 25. Okay, 25, right? <laughs> yeah, so 25. So, so I feel like the younger generation, I don't know, you probably hate people saying the younger generation because okay. that stuff really doesn't matter anymore. Mm -hmm. But like a lot of you guys are rebels. Like 
you guys are cracking the code and you guys are leveling yes. up and then your old heads become your young bulls. Right. right. Do you feel uh, yeah. like that? Real, real. I don't, have, I don't really, I got one big homie. Okay. Like, I don't really have no old heads. Right. Like, I feel like I see eye to eye with everybody. Okay. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but I, I don't really. Well, so, what, so, what, so, it's a fine line between that. So, what do you mean you see eye to eye with everybody? So, what I'm saying is, I do this. I'm doing the same thing that you're doing. Like right. it's really no difference. Right. Like usually when you when you have somebody that you look up to a mentor saying mm -hmm. they're on a higher level than you. Mm -hmm. But if I'm on the same level at you as you, I see eye to eye with you. Right. Like we we friends. Mm -hmm. It's it's not really you're like a big sister or a big brother or something. It's like we like this mm. eye to eye. So that's the that's the respect you demand. You don't want to feel like the young boy. No, it's not that I don't want to feel like the young boy. It's just that. I feel like I'm ahead of my time. Right. So it's hard to really young boy me. Right. If that makes sense. Okay. Makes sense. So, um, hmm. <laughs> and I'm an old soul. Right. So <laughs> let, let's, let's talk about the pressures that you feel like the, uh, the pressures that you go through in this, in this line of work. A lot. Okay. Heavy. Right. It's been times I didn't sit in my kitchen and cry mm -hmm. for like 20 minutes while I'm putting orders out because it, it can, it can be strenuous. Mm. Um, Sometimes it could go from uh, we could be consistent having orders, mm -hmm. but it's like a, a nice gap, maybe 10 minutes. And then it's times we get swamped. We got 15, 20 orders, and now people complaining they got to wait two or three hours for food. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I definitely appreciate all my customers, you know, who are patient with us. Mm -hmm. You know, them type of customers that I get that are patient and understanding, I get them free food. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like you understand you're not on my back, you're mm -hmm. not being rude. Because people can get nasty when you're dealing with the public. Um, it's two sides to it. Mm -hmm. Like when I first started... Um, doing the pickup location, a customer told me she wanted to fight me. And I'm mm. just like, what? Like, you want to fight me over food? Right. But you'll be surprised. Hungry people are, are kind of crazy. So. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> so let's talk about the pressure that you have as like, so when I kind of looked at like through like just your Instagram, I'm not saying like I knew you for a hundred years, mm -hmm. but like I understand that you, you, you are a proud Muslim, right? Yes, I am. And I do remember a time where I felt like people were dragging you through the mud. Ooh, yeah. Because you because of your clothing choice one day. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah. So Yeah, I, you 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 definitely could get a little backlash. It's right. not it's not all Muslims, but you know, it's it's some people that are a little bit more hard on. Right. You're, they're a little more stricter, a right. little more grandular, but right. you know, it's just how you go about things. Right. I feel like in everything that you do is definitely how you go about things. But the the, the People sometimes want to live a life or want to do something that you had the heart to do and they don't. Right, exactly. So and people that, and that who could, don't matter. People who don't matter always have an opinion. And it's so right. easy to be a G behind behind like a, a phone, right? Yeah. So, but what does that do to your personality? What does that do to who oh, you man. are as a person? When I first started off as Jenna's Jews, I was soft. Right. Every little thing got to me. Right. Anybody say, "Oh, they don't like me." This, this, that, and the third. I used to be sad. Right. I used to, like, ball up in the corner. I used to, like, call my mom crying. Like, they said this about me. They said that about me. But um, even though I was soft, I always had tough skin. Mm -hmm. Like, because even through high school, you know, you had people like you who don't like you. Things mm -hmm. like that. You go through things. So, um, now I don't let it get to me. Mm -hmm. I live the way I want at the end of the day. I'm a Muslim. I'm proud to be a Muslim. But I can't live for everybody else. I got to live, you know, pleasing my Lord and trying to be the best me that I could be. Mm -hmm. You know, we all fall short. We all have shortcomings. So, you know, sometimes your flaws get exposed. Mm -hmm. But outside of that, I just don't pay no mind. Fake pages say crazy stuff all the time, blocked. It's easy, you know, it's push up a button, block, 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 mm -hmm. block. You know, like I said, I'm in the fashion. Sometimes my fashion choices 
choices isn't always Islamically correct, mm-hmm. but that's something I have to work on. That's the ignorance within myself that I, you know, I acknowledge. Mm-hmm. And it and people can't people get mad when you acknowledge your own flaws. They can't come at you no more because mm-hmm. it's like she already know what she doing is wrong. You understand? You you speak your truth and you live in your exactly. truth, so nobody can use it against you. No cap. Okay. So, <laughs> no cap. what are you afraid of? As far as I mean, you take it where you want to take it. Um, I'm a, honestly, I'm afraid of as far as what my business is. Um, me arrogant and so big headed and so arrogant that my food loses the quality because that's what I pray for every day consistency. Mm-hmm. Every time somebody eat my food, I want the I want it to taste the same mm-hmm. always. So that's my biggest thing: just becoming arrogant, losing my way as far as you know. Too much money coming in, I'm getting too popular, and I start to forget the struggle or everything that I've been through with all my businesses. So what about the process though? Like, is it? And I'm just asking mm-hmm. to to eliminate that. Is that a quick fix by just having a legitimate recipe style? Like this gets a pound of pepper. Yeah, but this yeah, gets- listen, and it's crazy, right? <laughs> I make my food the same way, but sometimes it'll still be off. Hmm. I use the same amount of seasonings, ingredients every single day. And sometimes I'm like, no, I got to put a little bit more of this, right. a little bit more of that. Right. So I just feel like, you know, it's the science of cooking. Like sometimes you just have, I mean, I just feel like you got to, um, like find your way and you and once you master it like I could literally cook everything on my menu with my eyes closed but sometimes you still need that little tweak you still mm-hmm. need my that little you know extra salt or extra mm-hmm. pepper you know so so are you are you still a taste tester no no <laughs> oh so listen uh rarely okay. I, I get like my assistant my little sisters Haji and Hannah I love them to death and Miss Angie that's my team right now right. my little sisters I done trained them up they my my 16 year old little sister she cooked just like me. Right. Like, you won't tell the difference. It's right. crazy. And um, the one that you met, the little mm-hmm. one who came out there and you said was so nice, I trained her with customer service. Like, mm-hmm. being nice, being polite is something that you should always be, especially being a Muslim. Right. You know. And Miss um, Angie, that's like my prep cook. All right. So, yeah. So, it's working for you. Yeah, it's working right now. But, okay. you know, inshallah, hopefully a store is coming soon so then I can have a bigger team, mm-hmm. you know, a bigger family, to, you know, help me get to the next level. Okay. Um. Hmm. Do you feel the pressure of being the boss, though? Yes. Okay. Yes, because like I said, being a boss, you take losses. All right. You know, even though you know by the grace of God, I sell out a lot. Mm-hmm. It's days I don't sell out. All right. So you know, um, sometimes we'll have like two or three slow days. So now food has to get thrown out. I don't keep food past like a day or two because right. I sell out so much, and because uh, this is why I'm calling. <laughs> um, where was I? At? Yeah, so it, I do feel the pressure, you know. Some days food has to get thrown out. People orders get messed up. It's, it's rare that an order get messed up, but they do. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's sometimes it's customers who complain. Um, it don't always have to be that the food is nasty. It could be like, oh, we ran out of this side, so they had to take this side. Now they don't want the food no more. But and when it's issues like that, I just give the food away. Mm-hmm. Like, I try, I don't try to waste any food. Or like, like I said, my little sister's work, I let them take food home. I cook. For my mom, my family, Miss mm-hmm. Angie, who be helping me a lot. I love her. Um, I let her take food to her husband, to her family, you mm-hmm. know. So I don't try to really waste the food. Mm-hmm. But sometimes now it's just free food. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, <sighs> so the, the losses of being a boss, um, even when I was in the middle of going through, like, I had different assistants. I had one assistant. She wastes, like, $200 in food mm-hmm. and still wanted to get paid. Mm-hmm. You know, and I had, like, went through a little something with her mom about that. But it's just, like, your daughter just 
burnt all of this food, like, back to back. It was like a whole day of her just kept burning food, like $200 worth of food. And I, and I got to pay for that. So do you think she should not get paid? No, for sure she should get paid, but it should definitely be like a deduction. Like, once you why get... Why, though? Why? I'm interested to know why. Because I can't be the only one taking a loss here. Mm. You know, being a boss, you know, sometimes, for the most part, I'm always chin up, you know, ten toes on whatever it is. I just take the loss. But when it's like a constant pattern, mm-hmm. uh, you keep doing the same thing. Listen, I'm telling you, watch this for two minutes, and you're on your phone or you're doing something else. Now it's like you just don't care. You just blatantly being disrespectful. So mm-hmm. at some point, you got to be held accountable for your actions. Like by being fired. Yeah, being I listen. I'm patient with my with anybody who helps my assistants. Right. But after if it's a pattern, for sure you could get fired. Mm-hmm. Anybody could get fired. Right. My sisters could get fired. Right. Shout out to my mom. I love you. Because right. <laughs> she be mad. I'm right. like, fire your kids. Right. They don't listen. But um, then we always get back on track and talk about it. But So what does happiness look like for you? <laughs> as far as business? Listen, I ain't saying that. I just <laughs> asked you the basic question. You take it where you want to take it. This is a therapy session for you. So what does happiness look like for you? Happiness looks like to me. Um, For the people that's listening, she's starting to really change up her <laughs> mannerisms in this chair. She's really feeling uncomfortable. So let's talk about this happiness. I'm smiling hard if you can see this. Right. I, I'm turning red right now. Facts. <laughs> I scared part of me. But mm-hmm. um, happiness to me is, you know, having a partner that I can really build with. Mm-hmm. Somebody that's okay with my busy schedule. Mm-hmm. I think that's my hardest thing is a lot of people, they say they respect the grind until you in it with me. Mm-hmm. And then it's, oh, I can't cook for you because I'm cooking for a hundred other people mm. or I'm too tired to cook. Or when I finally get to lay down, you might want to sit up and, you know, talk to me and I'm turning over and going to sleep. So <laughs> so let me ask you this. And, and I'm ignorant to it. So right. correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. But is the style and the work that you do mm-hmm. as a as a business person, mm-hmm. a business owner? Right. The style of work that you do, the capacity that you do, is that conducive to being Muslim? I mean, a Muslim woman. Wait, say it again. The how hard you work, right? And how you are as a boss, your orientation, <laughs> like being boss know. oriented, is that is it supposed to be that way? Are you supposed to be this hard working being a Muslim woman? Um, because correct me if I'm wrong. Now, listen, I don't know much. But, you know, when you talk about, like, a woman working late at night. Yeah, we're not supposed, we're not supposed to be doing that, right? At that certain time. And, you know, you know and a woman is not supposed to work but by choice. Right, exactly. You know, but can a Muslim man handle the the, the success of a, of, a, of a woman? Welcome to 2020. Oh. Okay, so I, I see we're you... we switching out we what we're trying to do out here, right? right? Yeah, welcome to 2020, you know. The, the men are still, the, you know. It should be the head of the household, but um, the females are hustlers, mm. and, and you gotta respect it. That's why you have to have a partner that understands the grind, because you know it's some Muslim men that maybe old fashioned. And your wife, you don't have to work, you don't have to do these type of things, and that works for their household. Mm. And then you know it's some people, you know, both households, everybody work, everybody chip in, everybody do the, do things so like that. At, at what point do you <laughs> find the balance, right? <laughs> I'm working on that. So, at, at what point do you find the balance? So, oh, and, and man, what, I'm fighting for balance okay, right now. All right, so look. So, this is this is my issue that I have with trying and working on it, right? Right. Those two things can't be verified by vision, right? Right. So, if I be like, yo, I'm having a party tonight, you should come, right? So, you set your alarm for 8 o'clock. You're going to get up at 8 o'clock, get your right. hair ready, and then you're going to come to my party. You get up at 8 o'clock and be like, I ain't going. Right. You tried. 
Because you put the alarm on to right. get up. I can't measure you working on it, and I can't measure you, you trying. trying. So when you saying you working on it, do you honestly think you're putting forth the effort to work on it? Because to me, I think it's a quick fix being yeah. on the outside in. You know what I mean? <laughs> Look, this is how I cook. This is how Excuse I want you to language. cook. Do it, and, and this is what it's going to be. Right. Half okay. Half all right, so even I'm with, stuck in some of my ways. Okay, cool, cool. Because you built a lot, and somebody yeah, you're sure. not willing to lose that for nobody, right? You got, right? You definitely got respected. Right, so he. So we all move on vibes and emotions, right? Yes, so I'm when, a vibe. So when that guy has that vibe that you know that you can confide in, so are you saying that the, you don't feel that the guys are or a guy is consistent enough for you to be like, you know what? This is what I really want. I'm going to put somebody in, in charge of this while I go home at 8 o'clock and wrestle my husband. Mm. So do they got to step their cookies up? Step or do you? Up. That's so easy for you to say that. <laughs> is it step your cookies up or do you got to come down a little bit? I'm not coming down. Okay, so now so we're getting you, to it. You got to reach me. Yeah, okay. You got to reach me. I'm not coming down. All right, Sorry. Cool. Why not though? I don't feel like I, I have to or I should. Mm. I feel like I am the table. I am the table. So you have to bring your own table to mine. Mm. Okay. <laughs> and, and and I'm not. I'm uh, ex- express how you feel. I'm right. alright with that. <laughs> but I'm trying to figure out like because we talked about happiness and what does happiness look like. And it's like you were very clear. As soon as I say happiness, you said somebody to share this with. Right, exactly. For sure. I, I definitely want to share it. But how hard are you Are you willing to, to do whatever you have to do to share that with somebody? Or no? Mm. Like you, you, you what, what, does, uh, what does his name, uh, Eric Thomas, say? People say they want it. <laughs> well, they kind of want it. Like, you kind of want it. Do you yeah. really want it, right? Because I feel like anything that we put our minds to, especially being a creative, right? Anything you put your mind to, you can attain it. Right. But you got to really want it. Right, exactly. And I don't think that's really on your top of your list right now. It's, it's not. Okay. It's not on the top of my list. Okay. It's not. So your happiness is contingent off of what you do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. I just making sure we was clear oh, on that. I just, so but when no, you listen I'm, to this, you know what you know. Yeah, like, like, you know, like you know. I sit up here like listening back to what you say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, I no, I but don't 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 misconstrue it. Like I definitely um, I do want a partner mm-hmm. eventually. Mm-hmm. It's not on the top of my list because I feel like I'm still building. Okay. You no, know, I'm still you know continuing to do what I do. Somebody told me she said I want kids, but I don't think I'm ready. I gotta I gotta still build i still gotta put some things together right what do you gotta put together that's what i said but that's how it is with a relationship it just happens you can't really you're not ready for it it's it's the same you just answered your own question (laughs) it ain't about you building you gotta gotta be clear at what you want and what you're doing you know what i mean look this is what i want oh man you blamed it on on he got step his cookies up no he don't got step his cookies up you gotta crumble some of yours right yeah yeah, you're right. You, know, you win some, right. you lose some, right? I mean, right, I'm gonna retract that statement then. Because right, I mean, I'm married, right? It is a right. lot of things I don't want to do. Right, exactly. But to get some of the things that I want to do, I gotta give some. Right. I gotta act like I care about her talking to her about her girlfriends and how this and that. Yeah, happen. You better listen. I gotta. Mm-hmm, that's crazy. <laughs> but I just flip it. How does that make you feel? <laughs> really? And I just keep asking questions. Right. But in my mind, I'm watching the game. Right. So. That's that's an interesting thing that we're basically saying anything in the world that we want, we can get it if we really want it. And it's the same right. idea of we make time for what we want to make time exactly. for. Exactly. You're a boss. Because I'm, I'm busy. Okay. I'm really, really busy. But Are I'm you busy. really busy, yes. though? Yes. What makes you busy, though? 
My schedule is crazy. All right, so I've been on this host journey for like the last maybe five months. Mm -hmm. So before I used to always make excuses for working out. I can't get up. Like, right. I don't have time for it. I can't do this. I can't do that. So now I start my day at 6 in the morning mm -hmm. just so I can have that hour in the gym. And then from there, I go I go food shopping daily. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing. A lot of people buy their food in bulk. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. Quality food is, like, key to me. So I have to buy my food, my salmon, the top of the morning, my chicken, top of the morning. So that takes time. It takes me about an hour and a half to do that. Mm -hmm. Then I got to unload everything, take it up. I have to prep. I have to do these things. So I started, like, 2 o'clock. Cooking. Yes. Okay. And then um, open it to 9. And then we got to clean up. Mm -hmm. That's where Miss Angie coming in. Love her. She cleans up. I take her home. I take my sister's home. So that's the whole process. My day don't end until like maybe 11. 12. Right now, if anybody is listening, I'm bringing out this long thing and I'm putting it under my chin. It's called an air violin, right? So <laughs> as she's saying all of this, I'm playing this violin like. Mm -hmm. Because all of these things are excuses. It is. <laughs> you said you get up. Right. Six o'clock in the morning to go work out. Right. You made that time. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, you made that time, you right? Uh, like, you really... So, it was a guy... I forget what the... It was a truck down, like, maybe second in July. He sell curry chicken. It's like, jerk and curry. Like, mm -hmm. cur he had jerk chicken, curry chicken, cheesesteak, some crazy <laughs> stuff. Right. Like, he works Thursday through Sunday. Right. And for the rest of the week, he's preparing and prepping for the whole... For his whole thing. Do you think that how you got your system is the best an effective way to be successful? No. Okay, cool. So we answered that, <laughs> so it's no. So what do you think you need to improve on? Uh, I need bigger space. Okay. If I had the bigger space, that would eliminate a lot of the shopping every day. Okay. That would cut that out. Okay. Um, If I had a bigger team, mm -hmm. that would eliminate it too because if I had somebody doing all my shopping, mm -hmm. that'd give me more time to be able to do other things because like I said, I got like three other businesses. Right. So that'd give me time, but the fact that I'm like doing everything... That's where my time is limited at. I'm interested about your childhood because <clears throat> these are the things that are making you the way that you are now, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm just going to give you a couple vibes that I've picked up on just from assuming, right? Right. How many brothers and sisters do you have? Woo! Um, on my mom's side, NDA, I forgot to say her name. Love you. Um, it's for us. On my dad's side, it's like 10 of us. Okay. <laughs> so in your house, were you the oldest? On the second. You're on second. both sides. Okay, you're second. second on both sides. All right. Yep. So how was the childhood? Was it good? Was it a rough, um, up and down, typical black people stuff? or? It was like up and down. Um, I was born into an Islamic family, so mm. my mom and my dad was Muslim. My dad has been uh, incarcerated for the majority of my life. Okay. But that's like, that's my dog. Right. That's my guy. Like, I love you. Right. <laughs> so it was, it was typical, you know. At one point, my dad was home for like a little second, and right. I loved it. Oh, right. my gosh. She used to come pick me up all the time. We used to go get pizza. I did, like, um, dance. Mm. Um, in high school, I did basketball, cheerleading. Um, it was like the typical um, childhood, for real. Um, I always, like I said, I've always been a hustler. <laughs> so I always had, like, little hustles and things like that. But it was, like, it was pretty cool. I asked you that because... It's always a driving factor. It could be a significant amount of time. It Ooh, could be one thing. I know what mine is. It could be that one time you liked the boy and he like, look at my your sneaks. My first they ever shot boyfriend. out. And then that's he it. You know it. what? I ain't never going to let nobody <laughs> say that to me again, right? Yeah, yeah. So I say that to say to you is my opinion is something that happened to you stained you so hard 
My first that, ever boyfriend. Okay, so <laughs> let's talk about that because I want to prove that point. Chuck, so how, I'm about to put you on the spot. Right. He still follow me. He right. gonna hear this. So what did um, Chuck do? So I met him when I was about 14. Mm-hmm. I was like eighth going to the ninth grade. And, um, I don't know what he used to do, honestly. Mm-hmm. But um, he spoiled me really, really bad. Really, mm-hmm. really bad. And back then, I'm a child. I'm 14. I don't really, mm-hmm. I don't really know anything. So... He used to give me whatever I want. Imagine at 14, 15, 16 years old, I dealt with him for almost five years. So imagine being that young and a guy is giving you four or $500. I'm a kid. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do with that. Mm-hmm. I'm just coming home with money. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And then it came a time where he didn't have it. Mm-hmm. And I'm so accustomed to him give, 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 always giving me money, always doing this, always doing that. I didn't know how to adjust to it. So he's like, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to give you this amount, but I need you to hold on to it. You can't just spend it. And he actually taught me how to save. He mm-hmm. actually was the one who taught me how to save. And then he was like, he um, he taught me the key to savings. And then he was like, listen, I don't want you to p- depend on no nigga. Like, you see how you depending on me right now? You stressed out. I can't give you nothing. And you mad at me. I don't want you to depend on nobody. So that's when I ended up getting my first job when I was 16. Mm-hmm. And it was a rap after that. I thought I was Miss Independent. I started flexing on him a little bit. Sorry. but <laughs> He couldn't tell me nothing, but... He definitely um, was a major factor in me, like my grind, my hustle, for sure. <laughs> Bingo. Cool. So it's hard for you to unravel yourself for right. <laughs> uh, for a potential soulmate mm. yeah, when you think about the past. Right. And it's like, I ain't never trying to depend on nobody. And you don't exactly. like that feeling. He put the, and, he, and you know what? He he said that to me, and it stuck with me forever. Like, I still, like, even to this day, certain things that he have taught me, I catch myself, like, pondering back on what he said and then just grinding harder. On top of, you know, my family, they, they like, excuse my language, they like fire under my ass. I love my family, so right. I, I'll do anything for them. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a little bit of that, too, like the fact that, um, I don't really want my sisters to ever have to work for nobody. The, the ever experience the things that I had to experience as far as like you know, walking twenty minutes to work, doing these type of things. So I try to um, ground hard to you know make it easier on my mom and things like that as well. You have to be very careful at the lifestyle that you're creating for yourself. Ah, I know. Because the fact is this: regardless of what you can do for. The scariest part about one of one mom, right? Mm-hmm. She lived her whole life to take care of us. Right. Me and my my three sisters, and she did that to the fullest. I she spread was myself super, thin sometimes. She was so independent. Like mm-hmm. a dude said, "Hey, boo, I'm gonna get up at six and then shovel your snow." She would get up at four thirty <laughs> to shovel the snow, so right. he couldn't say he did it. She yeah. would say, "If I borrow something for somebody, look." She would keep the receipt for what they paid so she can pay them back so she can never That's feel me. like I can't he... owe nobody. I cannot owe nobody. I can't. Okay. So look. I can't owe nobody. She did that so hard that she was so independent and she was so strong and she was just the ideal black woman mm-hmm. that she didn't fathom the idea of us all getting older and going our own separate way. Oh, man. So when we all went our own separate way, mm-hmm. the type of guys that she deserved are gone. The type uh, of guys that she accept or guys that's just like some bum dudes. I come home like, who the hell is that? Right. <laughs> why? Uh, like, why Why is he? Because he allows the, she, she he, she allow, he allows her to be who she wants to be. He's speaking to me right now. <laughs> so I'm saying you have to, the biggest thing in this whole thing is the balance. You mm-hmm. have to find a balance. You have to find how to get this money, but you also have to have the time to be solace or 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 in solitude. But you also right. have to 
Go be independent, but you got to be able to share with somebody. For me, that's what I want to do. Like, mm -hmm. I literally don't care about success in the higher fashion of millions of dollars because right. it has to be with my wife. Because uh, if so decent. it, I, I hope she's listening. <laughs> You're but, right. Shout out to her. But he keep because, talking about you too. Because, because like, if you get to a point decent. in your life where you're single and you having all the success, you aren't able to really judge people if they're really there for you right. so you settle and i don't know Nicki minaj situation oh man <laughs> but you kind of retract just because you like this is my safest spot right the right. power is what i can do right if i give that up then i don't oh, you speaking I have to, to me right i have now. to refine the new power right because <laughs> right, your right. power is your success right you are you to me. willing to submit or be submissive to some of it yeah okay if i find that person for sure N if you find that person or if you open up to be consumed by that person because that person probably been yo now you know what's my, up in my DMs the whole time but I'm so old fashioned I won't even answer it right and I understand that you gotta create that lifestyle for yourself because it ain't no 401k it ain't no residual income unless right. you create it for yourself exactly. so I understand that but you have to find the balance yeah you have to say you know what I know I'm gonna be cl closed I'm closing the day because I need to go enjoy myself and I get it Grind oh, hard. it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. My cousin, listen, I was on vacation. My cousin, I can't believe you've been going for three days. What we supposed to do? And I'm like, oh, man, I need some time to myself. So, you know who you should talk to? I'm not saying you should, but right. it would be a great conversation for you to sit down with a barber. A barber? Who cuts hair for a living. Right. Have no free time at all. You can't take no vacation. My haircut. I need my haircut. Like, yeah, I know a couple of barbers. <laughs> they don't take vacations because you can't afford to as a barber. Like people are more loyal to the. No, barber I don't know. Let me, Saya, Saya. I think Saya. No, Saya always in the shop. I ain't gonna do that to you, Saya. But I'm just saying. It's a, <laughs> I, I think about that because I also I think about you, like mm -hmm. the style of work that you do. I, I I talk to like these girls that like that braid hair, and I'm like, yo, what are you doing? People always need you. Shout out to my makeup artist for week's sake. I'll be mad when she when she do anything outside of makeup. I'll be pissed off with her, and she know it. Right. <laughs> we need you. <laughs> so think about a girl who braid hair all day. At right. what point do you realize you going your hands gonna lock up? Right. So are you creating a out to be able to succeed even after this? It's not, you don't have to answer that. We're just gonna <laughs> speak that into existence, and maybe that just sizzle your right, spirit. That's what I'm saying. You you right. speaking to me right, right now? Okay. All right. Just making sure. Uh, yeah, cause I be I be the same way with my um, hairstylist Yo Gotti twenty six on Instagram. I like be mad Bob when she Harrison, yeah doing all these shout outs. <laughs> yeah, I got to because right. they gonna be mad if I don't never mention them. They're right. like, you ain't even mention me on the podcast. So, so I'm just all right. So if we reflect on this whole in the episode, I would mm -hmm. I, I just wanted you to take away from this is like balance and finding pure happiness. Right. Because happiness is key because guess it's what? Hard. You're going it's to be hard. successful at anything you do because you just have that spirit. And I believe yeah. the you. person that you are, like, I don't really invite everybody to my house. Right. right. But mm -hmm. the people that I do invite to my house, I I feel like the energy that you give, you get back. Right. Exactly. You know? Yeah, I agree. So. <laughs> I get that a lot. <laughs> so the energy that you give, you're going to get back. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be successful at anything you do, but you just got to find the balance. You got to yeah. trust somebody, pay a little bit more money to somebody to yeah, be able know, to run the business for listen, you. Listen, I'm, 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 I'm definitely on it. And that's you can't the, be scared because, because look at somebody gave you a shot to work at their kitchen. Right. And it's going to be people that work at, the, at that place and it's going to stay there and just be there. Mm -hmm. But you leveled up and stepped up. Right. So how do you pass the torch to somebody else? 
I got a couple. I got a couple little things in the working that I definitely want to do. Um, I definitely want to um start targeting like inspiring up and coming chefs. I'm okay. actually having a seminar, but you know, it's gonna be way past this. Okay. Um, but I definitely want to pass the torch when I get my store. One of the things that I'm like keen on doing is doing a pop up day mm-hmm. where I'm gonna let different chefs come in and you know they get to showcase their talent they get to sell their food you know i'm gonna charge them close to nothing right. to be in there you know because it could be a hit or miss right. but i still want to give people that that platform like right. that chance to, to get into a real kitchen to be able to you know see if, if this is really what you want to do because right. a lot of people they say they want it and they and they don't and one thing i can say for any business owner is consistency is the key a lot of people are not consistent when you don't see the money when you don't see these type of things you quit you want to just give up but it don't work like that. It took me two years to really start seeing money. Two whole years to really start seeing any money. So you built it. Yeah, I built it, and and I'm grateful for everybody who's supporting me. And I'm just grateful, you know, that people could feel the love in my food. I heard it put them to sleep too, but you could feel the love. Facts. 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 <laughs> you can feel the love in the food. So let me ask you this: If I like <clears throat> get some food from you one day and it falls. And it tell drops. me, please, please tell me. Tell you, and you gonna give me some food again? For sure. I'm but then I gotta it. wait. Huh? I gotta wait again though. But you ain't gotta wait that long. All right, I, so. We gonna we gonna put you on a, a speed process. We gonna get you in and out. But you gotta understand, good food takes time. Right. See me not done in ten minutes. Like people will be thinking we the Chinese store. I gotta wait forty five minutes. Yes, because if you want your food undercooked, right. and you get sick, then you gonna be mad at me. For sure. Or if I had your food done already and then it was dried out, it was nasty. You'll be mad at me. So it's like you just gotta pick your battle. So for sure, if I ever fall off, I tell all my customers, please tell me. We're going to fix it. Right. right there on the spot. Facts. For sure. I appreciate I you for being out. here. Everything. Thank you. I appreciate you for being here. I feel like. Uh, I was nervous, but it, it wasn't bad. Like it wasn't bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So I appreciate you for being here. Jenna Jules, y'all. This deep in the woods on the surface I've been consistently working I just stepped into my purpose I know I'll be making them nervous Only been focused on progress Keeping a positive mindset I ain't even turned up the grind yet It's about to be over Meaning the closure Surface thinking podcast Outlast competition Curated by Becky Chad Mentally driven to do the dash Everyday life be moving fast And I know I'm right where I'm supposed to be Timing is everything certainly Used to be doubt Now they all believe Worldwide broadcast globally Believe